On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Five Favorites, the game show disguised as a podcast. I'm Ray Koo. I'm Marcus Goldman. And in this episode of Five Favorites, we're going to celebrate America. Yes, we are feeling extremely patriotic this week. So in honor of that, I think we ought to do our Five Favorite Songs of America. It is the 4th of July as we release this episode, so it seems appropriate to me. By celebrating this patriotic holiday here in the United States of America, we do it appropriately with a band that has both British and American roots. A A band? A band. Named America? America. I know those guys. Well, I mean, I don't know them, know them, but, you know, I know them. Heck yeah, you know them. They are folky, soft rock heroes from the Hold 70s. on a second. I got to make a quick phone call. <laughs> yeah, it's Coop. Do me a favor. Cancel the John Susan March Band. Okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, no, just keep the fireworks, but pare them down a little bit, all right? All right. I'll call you later. Had to make an adjustment on our... Fourth of July plans. <laughs> I was all geared up, man. So, here we are. Just, just don't ask me to inhale. <laughs> inhale. All right, then, but Hillary's going to be mad. <laughs> if you're with Brother Billy on the roof of the White House, it ain't such a big deal. Four scores and seven <laughs> bong hits ago. Uh, well, uh, we're, we're jokingly, you know, it is our nation's independence day but three lads who were air force guys well their dads were ended up in london and formed a band named america and we thought it'd be fun on the fourth of july to have a little fun a little imbalanced fun in this episode of five favorites that's the music we know and love here on five favorites marcus we always look to vegas for what the line will be even on a national holiday they're given lines I know. Can you believe it? Vegas never sleeps. I am shocked, said no one ever. Vegas's response? Coffee is for pussies. (laughs) So, Vegas threw us a nice little left hook. America has released so many singles over the decades, and they're still even active today. Vegas focused on the 70s folk rock hits and says three and a half. Wow. I know. There's only a certain list of hits, so they're assuming that we'll go with the hits. And maybe we will, maybe we won't, but that's what you find out when you listen to an episode of Five Favorites Podcast. It's kind of like two teenagers uh, stole a couple joints from a friend and then took over a game show. (laughs) That would be so cool to do it that way, dude. Dude, let's go into the imbalance time machine, go back to the 70s, knock Wink Martindale out of the way, and we'll do it. <laughs> so how many are you going to pick the lines three and a half, Ray? 
I'm going to say one in common in this episode. And you, sir? Uh, I'm actually shocked by that number. That means that you've listened to a lot more of their albums over the years than I have, because I was going to say four. Wow. That's like an all-time high for you. <laughs> His winning streak is on the line, ladies and gentlemen, in this episode of Five Favorites on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. It's all about our five favorite songs of America, which means songs by the band America. I grew up with their music on FM radio in my young days, so every time I hear some of these songs, I still get those goosebumps, and it still hits me in the feels and takes me back to those days. And I think that is, again, as we've discussed in many, many episodes, the power of music. And there are a lot of uh, happy triggers in the music world and the band America is one of them. And I'm excited, actually, to talk about my five favorite songs of America. The band started when I started high school. That first album was part of the soundtrack of all the years, especially side one, a look into my possible five favorites. Hmm. But I listened to all of it. And my first date at a concert with a girl was at an America concert at the Man Center here in Philly. Did they have anybody else with them on that bill that you remember? I don't recall, sir. Because in those days, there were a lot of great multi-bill concerts. Before we jump into it, resetting, Marcus has picked four in common, and I say we'll only have one in common on this episode. And so I turn to you, sir, and I say, what is your number five song of America? Number five, a song that my dad used to love very much and one that we would play on cassette in the car when we would go fishing and camping, and that would be A Horse With No Name. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things that were sand. song just still sticks out to me and it still kind of uh, gives me that old wild west feel when i hear it yeah i know what you mean kind of the desert scene Mm -hmm. set by the singer and that's a really good one too man you're number five from the debut album a horse with no name Alrighty, ray i have shared my number five that means it is your turn to share your number five My number five song of America features the great Hal Blaine and Joe Osborne of the Wrecking Crew backing them up on Ventura Highway. What a beautiful song expressing the full beauty of a California day driving down the road, top down, windows down, America playing on the radio, man. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. How long you gonna stay here, Joe? Some people say This town don't look good in snow 
Great choice. Great choice. I guess we'll find out if that's in my top five as well. Hmm. That's why we do five favorites on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. Number four, Ray, what is yours? Side one of that debut album is filled with amazing music. Listen to Riverside. Living on the riverside. It's one of those songs that it could be playing down the hall or in a car driving by. Not that that happens very often, <laughs> but it is just one of those riffs and sounds that's very memorable and coded. That whole side of the album pretty much but riverside from the debut from america my number four i've heard that song once <laughs> i don't know when what you were listening said. the other day right <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful song though indeed it is and it may not be a match to one of your favorites but you were listening around and what did you come around to as your number four for song of america my number four happens to be equal to your number five and that would be ventura highway wishing on a fallen star waiting for the early train sorry boy but i All right, put it on the board, ladies and gentlemen. That's one in common so far on this episode of Five Favorites. It's a beautiful song. Such a beautiful song. I used to envision driving down the Ventura Highway until one day when I was in California, I did it. And it was just as good as I thought it was going to be. That's awesome. I have not driven Ventura Highway yet, but I have driven many a roads and many a highways with that song playing. And it is a great song just to cruise through the day to my number four. And that means you have to give us your number three song of America on this episode of Five Favorites, Marcus. I'm going to get a little sad for a second because the piano opening of my number three is such a sad, beautiful opening. The story behind the song is really sad, and I'm talking about Daisy Jane. I absolutely adore that song, even though it is such a sad song. It is a beautiful song. Flying me back to Memphis Gotta find my Daisy Jane Well the summer's gone And I hope she's feeling the same Well I left her just to roam the city Thinking it would ease the pain Not all favorites have to be cheery. It's what makes you feel something inside, and that's why a song like Daisy Jane, or for me, Riverside, can be just as valid as any of the big hits, right? 
Absolutely. So, I have shared three. It is your turn to give us your number three before we have to crack a brew and refresh. I could always crack a beer with side one of America anytime. I still have a crusty copy on the green Warner Brothers label. That's how old my copy is, man. Wow. And my number three is from it, too. It's from side one. Yes, it is another one from side one. It's here from America. My number three, Songs of America by Faith. <laughs> we are here with nothing to do today. It's something we can't explain. And tomorrow, where will we be tomorrow? What will we see today? Let me guess, let me guess. You've heard that song one time. Nope, I did not listen to that one in prep. <laughs> so I can honestly say I have not heard it, but it's one that I will go back and listen to for sure. <laughs> the funny thing is, people are listening and go, well, what the fuck, you didn't listen to all the songs. It's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes you have to review songs that you're not sure if you remember to see how they spark in your brain. And if you don't know what a title is or what it's from or about, you know, you just kind of got to go with the flow. And that's why it's not on your list because it's your five favorites. You know what? We've, we've quickly come around to the twos and the ones and the honorable mentions, you know. I know. So since we've both revealed up to our number three, what do you say we take a quick break, grab a brew, change our socks and uh, move from there? Thanks to Boldfoot Socks and Crooked Eye Brewery for sponsoring the Imbalance History Podcast. You know, man, I've been meaning to ask you, you did the big cancer ride down the shore. How were the Boldfoot Socks on your feet while you were riding down there and in the rain, too? Tell you what, those Boldfoot Socks were tough in the inclement weather. And between the boot covers and the socks, my feet didn't get stinky, wet, musty, or anything nasty like that. I did not get gnarly feet at all. Gnarly feet, bad. Uh, Old foot socks, feet protected, good. Seriously, they felt great. They wicked the sweat out of me because we were riding and we were riding at a good pace and... Only the socks are going to wick the sweat out of you, buddy. That's all I want to say. And, you know, that's one of the things they're really good at. And that helps you to get, like, a drier ride, like, between the sock and your feet when it's getting wicked away from it. Oh, we sweat big time when we ride. When your feet are moving at that pace for as long as they are, you need protection for your feet. Your feet are important. You can't do what you want to do without your feet, so you need your feet protected. So beat your feet to boldfoot.com and check out the wide variety and styles of socks they offer right there on their website, and don't forget to put Imbalance15 in the code box to save 15% on your first purchase at boldfoot.com. Look, they're your feet. Be bold. Thirst. It's a need, Marcus. You need to satisfy a real thirst. And what a better way than with a nice, fresh craft beer at Crooked Eye in the heart of Hatboro. And you can also visit Jamie's House of Music in Delco to get that very fresh and tasty Crooked Eye beer. Their music schedule's picked up at Jamie's House of Music. I follow them on Facebook, so you see a lot more shows going on there. And anytime they're open for shows, you can get your Crooked Eye there, get a growler, and take some home. Or you can head to Hatboro, and their schedule's picked up a lot, too, and... My Vinyl Night is moving to its permanent home the second Tuesday of the month. Come and see us. Bring your vinyl if you want. 
or I'll bring mine. You can't forget that Friday nights from 4 to 11, there's live music over at Crooked Eye and open mic night the first, third, and fifth Mondays of the month. First, third, fifth. I can't do math when I'm drinking at Crooked Eye. Well, the brews are cold and they're always fresh, always the favorites and something new on the board there at the brewery location in Hapro. Serving the cure for what ails you since 2014, we thank them for their support. Of the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll podcast. Hey Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new Factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. Refreshed and ready to go on the twos and the ones and whatever comes after that in this episode of Five Favorites, Songs of America. And uh, so far, we have one in common, and I'm on the money. You're totally on the money, and odds are you're probably going to win because I can't win now. I, my winning streak is officially over. <laughs> wow, I hadn't thought of that. Not really, but I mean, winning streaks are winning streaks. I think we've both gone on rolls, and, and, sure. and when I, it happens, and it's just I, it's ends. just more fun. Then the question is, can I pull off a W? And we'll see here as we do the twos and the ones. I got to tell you, man, when I first heard these guys, one of the things that grabbed me right away was their triangular vocals in the vein of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I was a big fan of them. So um, I was open to that folk rock America thing. And a lot of the other bands that would come along in the early 70s, too, which we should talk about at some point. That era of folk rock, country rock that would probably, these bands would all probably be on country stations today if they were newer bands. But their music is so beautiful. The way they weave the country and the rock and roll and folky it, it's just such beautiful music and it is so much fun to listen to when you're hanging out with your friends your family and you're just enjoying the day this is the kind of music you want to put on and so that's why it's ingrained for me do i do number two or do you i think uh since i started i think and you did the number three i have to do number two so what's number two my number two is a song about hope 
It is also a song that happened at the beginning of the George Martin era of America, which you really see a big change in their sound. And that is one of the things that I did notice listening to their early stuff versus when George Martin started working with them. You could feel that change. And I'm talking about Lonely People. It is a gorgeous song that is a song of hope in so many ways. If you're lonely, if you're alone, don't worry. Something will happen. You may not be expecting it, but it will happen. And it's really a positive affirmation. This is for all the lonely people Thinking that life has passed them by Don't give up until you Drink from the silver did a really great job on that song and the duality of it capturing the positivity and the sadness really great song your number two now you want to hear my number two i do want to hear your number two what is your number two it's a song called i need you like the flower needs the rain you know i need you guess i'll start it all again you know i need you like the winter needs the spring i need you It always stuck in my brain. And when I heard it while we were getting ready for this, like reviewing, I went, wow, that's really one of my favorite songs. And it's all about love, man. It's a beautiful song. That made my honorable mention, and I still love hearing that song. Coming around the bend, let's count down your five so far. Number five, you had a horse with no name. At number four, Ventura Highway. Daisy Jane was number three, and Lonely People we just mentioned at number two. And that leads us to your number one song of America. What you got? It's a song, the opening guitar the opening music really hooked me the first time I heard it and I was blown away by it. It took me a little while to realize how sad of a song it is. It is a gorgeous song and maybe one of their most rocking tunes as far as that goes. And I'm talking about Sister Golden Hair, which I, to this day, every time I hear it, I get goosebumps. It is my number one song of America. Well, I tried to make it Sunday, but I got so damn depressed that I set my sights on Monday and I got myself undressed. I ain't ready for the altar, 
But I do agree there's times When a woman sure can be a friend of mine I gotta admit that's one of my favorite songs from them too and certainly one of their biggest pop songs a beautiful song and another thing that makes me feel like california and uh that's why it's your number one brawl <laughs> all right so i had ventura highway at number five you're number four so we have one in common there then i had riverside at number four from the debut album side one and then at number three, I had Here from the debut album, Side One. And I Need You from the debut album, Side One. So don't be too surprised if my number one is from Side One of the debut album from America. <laughs> it's Sandman. I understand you've been running from the man that goes by the name of the Sandman. He flies the sky like an eagle in the eye of a hurricane that's abandoned. My number one on this episode of Imbalanced Favorites. And guess what, brother? One in common. Not the one I thought, but we got one in common. And guess what? Finally, my drought is over. I'm the winner. <laughs> win a win a chicken dinner. Congratulations, We have already learned that Vegas doesn't even consider honorable mentions as matches. So That's true. And that's probably a Bad thing for you, I guess, in this situation, if you're really worried about it, because A Horse With No Name is definitely one of my honorable mentions, one of my biggest. And I just didn't want to make it all of side one as my five favorites, to be honest with you. But it turns out to be a W for me. Also, a song that most people may not know, uh, it's called Three Roses, and it has a guitar mesh feel. Uh, Keith Richards would call it weaving. I've got to stop and see what I'm on about. makes it a kind of a Ventura highway kind of a feel and, a, and a, it helps to make Ventura a hit I think yeah with Martin uh, at the helm they did Tin Man and Sister Golden Hair two songs I truly love you mentioned Sister Golden Hair mm -hmm. and that was a huge hit for them but Tin Man <sighs> had the characters of Oz and they really built it all in and there was like deep layers into it and yeah. George did an amazing job of bringing that one home Oz never did give nothing to the Tin Man That he didn't, didn't already have And cause never was the reason for the evening Or the tropic of Sir Galahad So please believe in me 
Also, I got to make note of Silent Letter from 1979 is their first and only album made at Air Montserrat, which we talked about in the Under the Volcano episode. Yeah, they were one of the first bands ever to record at Air Montserrat. One of my honorable mentions is one of their last singles that they released with George Martin called All Around. It's a beautiful song. As well as I Need You, The Sandman, Muskrat Love, Tin Man were definitely... Oh, you like their version of Muskrat Love? You just went right past that. Like, I wasn't going to jump on that. Muskrat, muskrat, candlelight, doing the town. Oh, I love their version of Muskrat Love. I don't know why, but I think it's because it was on the America cassette that my dad played and we would sing it. Yeah. So it's a fun exercise to dig through old music that we haven't listened to in a while. I still hear America here and there, mm-hmm. but not like it was in the 70s or even the 80s yeah. uh, when it comes to listening on the radio. Oh, yeah. America even got a lot of crossover uh, radio play on AC radio when I was doing AC radio. So not only were they playing on rock and folky stations, but they were getting AC and hot AC radio play as well. And Jerry Beckley was part of the movie, the volcano movie that we talked about in the under the volcano episode here on the podcast. So Uh, an interesting group. And by the way, Ray Cooper did percussion with them on that first album. Just want you to know David Lindley, uh, playing some electric guitar and steel guitar in there, too. Ken Scott in the studio, engineering. <laughs> Just the people that get behind the music. This is on the first album for yeah. America. Yeah, so. the people were very excited about them. And then they had one really rough album that got panned pretty hard by the critics. Yeah. It took them getting together with George Martin to really help them find themselves again and to uh, get back on track. I'm glad they did because they provided a lot of music that I enjoyed listening to as a child. So I appreciate that from the band America. You think about America? You think about the 4th of July, Mm -hmm. 1776, all those guys in petticoats and all the layers and the wigs and the heat. I stood in that building in air conditioning. I could tell you, in 100 degree heat, it must have been awful. Thank God (laughs) they did it. Stood up for freedom and the liberty we enjoy today in America. We had a crazy idea that we should do with a shotgun five favorites here on the podcast rather than going back and forth. Uh, a shotgun five favorites of our five favorite Fourth of July foods. So hit me, Marcus, what you like to stuff your face with? Number five, barbecue ribs. Woo, ding, ding, ding. Number four, wings. That's become a newer one over the last 20, 25 years. Number three, potato salad. Ding, ding, ding. Number two, hot dogs. Ding, ding, ding. And number three in common. And number one, ice cream slash water ice. Oh, that's not on my list. Bad boy. You got to have something like that when it's hot and muggy because it helps cool you off. And beer doesn't count as food on hot days either. I'm thinking barbecue, 4th of July barbecue (laughs) food. So that's where my list comes from. And that's why hot dogs is my number five. That's one in common. 
Number four, corn on the cob. Mm. Slathered in butter, a little salt. Although my grandfather, mm. he would just like lick the thing and mm. then salt it. He didn't use the butter. Uh, number three for me was ribs. And I got my buddy Goose's recipe that always makes them so good. Potato salad, because it's mom's potato salad. And then I make it the way she made it. That's right. Yeah, I see a yep. nod because that's the way you got to make it, the way mom makes it, yep. right? Absolutely. And my number one, 4th of July food, hamburgers, ah. ladies and gentlemen. Done medium, on the grill, slab of cheese, big raw onion, tomato. Oh, I'm sounding like Jimmy Buffett. No, that's good because uh, wings and uh, hamburgers were going back and forth, and there was no way I was going to leave ribs off. So we had three in common there. Three in common is pretty good. That means we're going to be yeah. full. Uh, that means you're coming to my house. We're going to have a barbecue on mm-hmm. yeah, hey. Barbecue, barbecue. It's five favorite songs of America. We hope you enjoyed that and our uh, shotgun five favorites. And here we are uh, celebrating America around the world, hopefully, because so far we're holding the democracy together. And it seems to be going better than I thought it would be at this point, my friend. Yep. So here we are wrapping up our celebration with songs of America, the band, not the country, although they were from this country, but also from England. And it's kind of funny, but, you know. That's what you find on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors, Boldfoot Socks at boldfoot.com and Crooked Eye Brewery in the heart of Hapro, pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014 for their support of the podcast. If you've got something you want to contribute, you can always post your five favorites of whenever we do an episode like this on our social media. We're on Facebook at the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll, at Twitter at Imbalanced Histo. And please let us know what your five favorite songs of America are, as well as your five favorite Fourth of July foods, because food is important. If people sit down and eat, they sit down and talk while they're eating. So food is very important. I'll start the grill, and we'll catch you the next time we crack the mics here in the Dark Duck Studios on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And this is The Imbalanced History of rock and roll. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. 
Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.